0: nine plus us presents the baseball together podcast with your hosts blackjack brad and kansas city little big briggy blue eyes and now baseball together welcome back baseball family to another episode of the baseball together podcast we are celebrating episode 60 for every reason under the sun you you just are so excited that we made it to 60 and so are we so brad is here and I am here. Say hi, we Brad. We are here. <laughs> hi. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> We're very excited, and you'll notice that we are uh, we are sporting uh, some apparel that is not our traditional apparel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for those of you watching, for those of you listening, I'll just go ahead and tell you. We are wearing our team caps okay, to our show our allegiance during opening week, and um, we are recording this on Saturday evening. It is uh, currently July 25th, and it's about 11 p.m. Eastern. So all the games are over for the first couple days, and we're about to plow into some current events so hard. Are you ready?
1: Oh, yeah, let's plow right on through.
0: Yeah, we'll just plow. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because suddenly we have baseball, and it's been a little bit hard to keep up with all of it because yeah. we we didn't get a spring training either, Okay. Yeah, hardly. I feel hardly like those of us who report on baseball, right? Those of us that report on baseball should also have a ap- an opportunity, an ample time frame to ramp up. But we mm-hmm. didn't get that. Yep. So I'm done complaining. Listen, six players in the first two games of baseball this year have two home runs in as many games. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting.
1: On pace for 60. Right.
0: On pace for 60 home runs. That's what I'm saying, and that that is that's first of all, it's not going to happen. But second of <laughs> no, all, it's it's, no, it's it's exciting to think about. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. will get into our useless and meaningless predictions later. But one of them is nobody will hit sixty home runs this season. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's true. All right. One of them, one of the players that has two home runs in as many games is Seattle's Kyle Lewis, which I know, Brad, you're probably very happy about.
1: I'm. I am like actually like super pumped about it because I'm a huge Carlos <laughs> fan as I've mentioned in previous episodes and written about on baseballtogether.com and you know I I was watching the Mariners and Astros on on Friday night and he hit a home run. I think it was like the first or second pitch that he saw and I was just like of course he did. Why wouldn't he? He homered in his first major league at bat. Why wouldn't he homer in his first in his first at bat of the season? And then he goes and he does it right. again on Saturday like <laughs> All right, sweet. Yep, we got a, We got our next Griffey.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. First rounder. Yeah, you know, first number like,
1: one overall pick.
0: There's a lot going on here in the background for those of us that are paying attention. And so, uh, anyway, Giancarlo Stanton is another one among them who have two and two,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that that's astonishing to me. I'm I'm grateful. I'm excited about it. He also got a base hit tonight. Thought that was really cool. The point is. The home run thing is not going away. Okay, let's move on from home runs. Tommy Pham <laughs> and Robbie Grossman each have two stolen bases in his many games. Now, there I we think go. that that is more exciting than the stinking home runs. I almost swore. Stop it.
1: The, <laughs> the home runs. The, the thing see? that's amazing about that is I don't know if there were two stolen bases through the first two games last season. Were there two stolen bases all of last season? I mean, seriously. maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe <The>
1: but <laughs> but uh, the fact that there's two in that th- each of those guys have two in as many days, that's encouraging for what we want to see this season. and it it goes back right. to what I mean I was talking about it last week, and we, I think we talked about it before, that everything just means so much more. Every run is more meaningful, every win is more meaningful. I mean, if you do the math on it, one game this season is two point seven of a regular season.
0: That's right. Two point, so, I think it is exactly 2.7. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, I, just, I just redid the math a couple minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but. I
0: just did the math <laughs> in my head because you're really good uh, at Davis. I need my
1: calculator. I'm not, I'm not good at uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. But Sure. Anywho. Just
0: close your eyes. <laughs> so So let's keep going on these first two-day kind of statistics that I think mm-hmm. are interesting. The Chicago White Sox lead with six home runs by day two. So uh, well, back to home runs we go,
1: but you know what though? Like let's let's look at the White Sox there for a minute because we talked about right. how they could be a force to be reckoned with this this season. And, I think you know, they they've, are. They've scored fifteen. They've given up thirteen through two games. But right, you know it, it's only two games. Sixty games, like we say, isn't that many, but it's still enough.
0: It, I know. think it's enough. I think it. I think any fewer, we'd have had a problem with like yeah. legitimacy.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's gonna that everything is still gonna have a chance to even out. But um yeah. but yeah, I mean I think the White Sox they could be a good team. Okay, do team. the
0: same fancy math, Brad, with the the Philadelphia Phillies because they have five home runs in two days. But how many how many have they given up? How many runs have they scored versus having given up?
1: The Phillies? Yeah, you just so, did it
0: with Chicago, Brad.
1: Yeah, so the Phillies, they've scored nine. <laughs> they've given up six is all.
0: See? That's similar proportions, though. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just think it's interesting. So,
0: so let's talk about the amount of errors we have seen, though.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: So far in two days. We're, we're looking at uh, five errors tonight by Washington alone. <laughs> yeah, seven
1: total in the game. You can't ignore that. Yeah, a lot. right. If you count the
0: Yankees to home runs and touch touch my dark two spot, errors, you're absolutely yeah. right. You end up with 7. Thank you. Um and then San Francisco has recorded 5 errors in 2 games total uh and they they sort of lead the league um up until tonight with Washington so they they yeah. led the league. The point is um I think people are a little shaky.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it it's odd seeing it in late July, but it's, it's the beginning of the season there. I do feel like there are more errors at the beginning of the season every year. You've got guys who are a little, maybe a little nervous to be in their first big league games, especially now where you're seeing guys who might not necessarily be ready this year, but with the expanded rosters. And then, I mean, they had that long layoff. I know we saw guys working out and stuff. You're following on social media, but it's, it's different. It's different working out on your own, working out in spring training, working out in spring training games, then getting into a game, a real actual game situation. It's all different. So right. I expect to see a lot of errors the first week or two. But, again, that will even out. And, and the bad teams will continue to commit errors, and then the good teams will clean it up, and they'll figure it out. Figure
0: it out. That's what I said. So yeah, Shane, Bieber, yeah. <laughs> Shane Bieber, yeah. Shane Bieber, he struck out 14 in 6 innings pitched versus Jeez. Kansas City. Now that that's that is like <laughs> that's that's red hot right there. That Yeah,
1: that's filth. If he Absolutely keeps that filth.
0: up, we're then we'll have Cy Young leader no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. really exciting. Kyle Kyle Hendricks versus Milwaukee uh pitched 9 innings all the way through. He leads the the league first two games of the season leads the league in innings pitched and mm-hmm. records the first true complete game of 2020 you 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 know uh max scherzer yeah. and garrett cole technically earned complete games or because right. the opening day game was was canceled the rain or not canceled mm-hmm. but uh, yeah
1: oh can we talk about something with that real quick yeah please so that opening day so that game was called but because of rain right yeah and um i believe it was mlb tv was or mlb network was doing an interview with rob manford did you see this
0: oh yes he was oh at the game. away
1: he was at the game they were interviewing him and behind him there were uh there was some lightning some lightning strikes yeah. and uh and somebody on twitter i'll have to have to find it later give him uh give them proper credit but he said he said god's trying to smite rob manfred i said no he's not trying those are those are warning shots let him <laughs> you know this is this is what's coming if you don't straighten up and uh and leave yes. baseball right <laughs> i was like this is amazing yes there was a lot there was several of them behind him. It. it was it was amazing <laughs> well, loved it but.
0: so we're going to get into what we did for our opening day parties or celebrations or however we decided to go about opening day but um i i literally said boo and then <laughs> turned away <laughs> i saw his face i couldn't handle myself I booed in front of everyone. Nobody else was paying attention. <laughs> they didn't know what I was doing. And I turned yeah. around and continued my conversation because I just I couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I so didn't even then,
1: see it. I didn't even watch it. I just saw it on Twitter. So. Yeah. You didn't watch? Not the not the interview, no.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, we just we was just going. Yeah. Uh the the other thing that I uh, wanted to bring up is we've already seen extra innings. So mm-hmm. It's Saturday at eleven. We've already seen. Yes. it so I
1: actually, I actually watched that game, the one, uh, the Angels and the A's. I watched it, and it didn't feel too different, to be honest. Like it, mm. the thing that the feel that I noticed the most was I felt like I came in a batter late. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. If, it, it felt like I missed something, even though I knew Otani was standing on second base for a reason. It felt like I had yeah. missed a double. You know yeah right and, and so it, it kind of like I don't like being off balance like it's, I like for anybody who a little peek behind the curtain when Brig and I are designing shirts he'll send me something if it's off if it's off center at all in the shirt I'll tell him I couldn't wear it because it feels off balance I felt yeah, off balance you do. coming into an <laughs> inning I, I felt off balance coming into an inning with a runner on second already yeah. and then you know you get one more batter in Otani up getting out at third and there was a runner on first with one out I was like okay that's fine that feels okay to me and then the A's ended up Loading the bases, and Matt Olson hit a grand, slam freaking huge grand slam. So it didn't end up mattering, but right no, that that was really the big thing. Was, well, we saw it in, the
0: we saw it in in New York as well when the Braves played today. So that went mm. into ten. uh, Braves yeah. ended up pulling it out somehow. Like I don't mm-hmm. know, that <laughs> was. <laughs> I think we were all a little bit shocked by that. Grateful maybe, but shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then so so, I think that a lot of baseball fandom is upset about it, but, but we're also now starting to hear from the players and the radio people and the TV announcers, mm-hmm. et cetera., et cetera, And everybody seems to be against it. So I, mm-hmm. I, the conversation topics around surrounding the second the runner on second during extra innings is it, I think everyone is quietly accepting it as a band-Aid. Uh, but guys like Mike mm-hmm. Clevenger, he's he's not accepting it. He's like, no, I hate it. He threw he threw something up on Twitter today that had to be bleeped. You know what I mean? It was great, and I'm like, good. Let's <laughs> talk about it now because I think yeah. it's an abomination.
1: <laughs> well, and, and I can I can see too. I can see a a pitcher being really upset about it because you you like to come into a clean inning, yeah. You know that uh, it's nice to start with nobody on base, but now you've got to go out there and a guy you didn't even give up. And A, you've got to deal with that. And B, if he scores, that's your ERA, right?
0: Right. Is that earned? With, with a hit
1: or a walk that you didn't even give up. It, it doesn't hurt your whip, but it hurts your ERA, which is still a, a valid metric, I feel like.
0: So I, that, I believe in ERA. Yeah,
1: I, yes, I believe in ERA. Yeah. If I if I were a pitcher, I'd be upset. I'd be very upset. And as a fan, Are like they? I said, it feels weird. I it, I like it less than I thought I would. To be honest with you, really? I, I was like, "That's fine." Uh, yeah, like because I've played games where we had that rule, and it yeah. was fine. We got three outs and two batters. I was like, "All right, that's cool, go home." But watching a, a major league baseball game with it feels it feels too wrong.
0: Yeah, well, it it feels wrong, and I we watched it all last season in here in Greenville. We you know we got to see it at drive games all the time because they mm-hmm. began yeah. implementing it last year, and it just oh, it's just icky. I think that's the yep. best way I can describe it is like yuck. It's like <laughs> it's like uh it's like it's the major league baseball equivalent of the yummy phase. Like like you you need your hamburger. <laughs> you need your hamburger with nothing but ketchup on it. No cheese, no pickles. <laughs> don't go anywhere near mustard. It's the root beer barrel. It's the root beer barrel hard candy of baseball and I think it's stupid. <laughs> and I love root beer barrels. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to, for that to sound pejorative against root beer barrels, although so I, I know it did. A- and and with that, let's move on. So let's talk about virtual fans. <laughs> one of the things, one of the other things that we're seeing this season is Fox is just determined to implement this wacky technology to show Ugh. fans in the stands, and that we already know they're doing crowd noise and they've got cardboard cutouts and all this other stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know it's so funny somebody said the other day they said how egotistical do baseball players have to be that they need crowd noise piped in over the loudspeakers just to make sure they're on point right that they're that they're being i, I don't think it's for them i don't, <laughs> I don't think, think it's to, for them i don't to the think honors. it is either but it was th- a funny comment it's... from somebody who's uninitiated that's what i mean
1: yeah. Yeah. I I think it's for the broadcast so it can feel as normal as possible. Cause last week before before games started, um, did you see Christian Yelich step up to the plate? It was a uh, Brewer's no. inter squad scrimmage and Yelich and steps up to the plate and there's just raining down booze over the PA system. Oh, and he looks serious? back to looks back at the catcher and goes, What are we at Wrigley? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. That's fantastic. Oh, it's perfect. (laughs) Absolutely perfect. So we're going to put a video overlay if we can. We're going to do a link in the doobly-doo for those of you listening as well. So you get a chance to see what these just terrible CGI characters look like with Mm -hmm. not only really washed out facial features and animated uh, expressions, but they're also, you know, switching the the t-shirts up mid frame mm. you know they're just like randomly generating new allegiances <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. was, and, and this is this game. is my this is my thing with it so i think fox is doing it to get it ready for the nfl this fall to be yeah. honest with you oh
0: yeah i can see that
1: that's a good because one, you actually. know they're they're money maker i think i think they're they're giving it a test run of the baseball and yeah, uh, and if it works out, they'll do it. If, if people don't like it, which nobody does, maybe they won't do it with football in the fall. But I think that I think that's what they're doing. Is they're just, they're just experimenting. And on this
0: note, we will take a quick break and come back at you with some more stuff. And I just have to give Fox a nod here and go din it in and in. Okay, I'm done.
1: Let's take a break <laughs> and we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey babe, I'm headed to concessions. Do you want me to grab you something?
0: Yeah, anything. Whatever you're getting.
1: Okay, I saw a burger. I'll probably grab that.
0: Mm, no, that doesn't sound good.
1: Okay, I think there's barbecue. Probably some nachos. Uh,
0: I don't think I want either of those either. Um, But just get me anything.
1: <sighs> what do you want? Uh, I saw a hot dog earlier. Okay, I can do that. Well, no.
0: Couples may quarrel, but baseball is for lovers. Shop the Lover's Collection at 9plusus.com
1: Welcome back baseball family. Like we said, opening day was this week and I'm sure everybody celebrated in their own way. It I, I can't ever remember. I, actually, I don't think there's ever been a time where we've had to wait this long for opening day. Um I saw something that said there was There was more time between the World Series and opening day than there was between the work stoppage and the start of the next season with the strike in 94 and 95.
0: In 94 or 5, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's a long time waiting for baseball. (laughs) Um, But it came. Everybody celebrated their own way. Brig, your celebration was much more exciting than mine. To be honest with you, I had a couple hot dogs for dinner, and I watched the game on my phone because my daughter commandeers the TV. That's what I did for opening day. (laughs) So, what did you do for opening hashtag,
0: day? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag that dad life, okay? Yeah, it's okay. hashtag
1: dad life.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, I decided that we need. I needed to have a party to mm-hmm. celebrate opening day. So, I actually bought a projector, a screen, and a tailgate speaker. Nice. Uh, and I invited everybody and their dog to come over to my my place we we have i'm in a cul-de-sac and so we kept the kids in the cul-de-sac told everybody to bring a camp chair lawn chair whatever and we did a hot dog buffet with a bunch of condiments and a couple you know a side or two, some chips that kind of thing nice. uh, a couple of coolers full of drinks and then uh we set up my my driveways on an incline so and I, we'll put a picture over it you can see kind of mm-hmm. what's happening but the uh yeah we had the screen set up against the garage and then everybody sat below like at a lower level in -hmm. the cul-de-sac that's cool and we that's what we did and it was it was awesome and right about since it's still you know july and it was super light outside you can't actually see the game on the screen in the photo i'll put up here but the uh so it's it's pretty washed out in the in the image but Mm -hmm. we you know we had a good time and so by the time it was dark enough to really get into the game and and through like the fifth inning, you know, started raining really hard. <laughs> so really, the, the only thing I got to see in super, super crystal clear, sharp uh, colors, contrast, brightness, et cetera, was Rob flipping Manfred. So that's so when I said I looked up and I was like, "What the? What are they showing at this stupid party? Boo! Who threw this party? Who is this? Boo! Who's the loser that invited <laughs> hit me to listen to Rob Manfred talk?" about anything. <laughs> so that's what we did. Uh, it was a good time. It we'll, sounds uh, like a good time. Sounds
1: like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun. So we'll Very set cool. up we'll do this more and more and more. We actually we have another one planned for not baseball, but Mike Tyson has decided that he and Roy Jones Jr are going to fight. Yeah, and yeah. you know Mike Tyson's 54 and that's going to be amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm we're going to do that September cool. 12th. That's a
1: non-baseball tease. Yeah, that's cool though. That'll be fun. That's a that's a that's a yeah. great setup. I mean, that's like the best kind of block party. Oh yeah, like, that sounds like it one that I would actually go to. That's cool. It was it was great, and it was an open
0: invitation. I told everybody, bring your kids, bring a chair, show up. Nice, some drinks to
1: share if you'd like. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. So right on, right on. Yeah. So man. let us know, actually, baseball family. Let us know what you did on Opening Day. Did you have a we want to know on briggs level or did you have a party on my level because that's just kind of how i party in general but <laughs> was it was somewhere in between on the spectrum <laughs> let us know let us know what you did we want to hear about it because who knows maybe next year uh we'll take some of your suggestions and implement them into our parties i don't know we'll see but anyways that's right and maybe next year you'll just fly out here and
0: we'll do it up probably yeah that's what i'm saying
1: have to happen it's no big deal
0: yeah, it's easy. It's not complicated.
1: <laughs> All right. So last <laughs> week I was, uh, Brig was busy on the weekend and um, I was busy, but uh, we, our schedules didn't match up. So that's why I ended up doing the episode by myself last week. So I did my three things mm-hmm. that I want to see this upcoming season. So yes. I want to hear what Brig wants to see this upcoming season. Brig, why don't you go ahead and tell us. Well, I
0: I listened to your list and I thought, "Oh yeah, that's a good list." So, kudos. And Thank then you. I thought, "Well, what would I add, change, or delete?" You know, that that's where I kind of came up with my list was mm-hmm. based on, you know, we often overlap in our opinions anyway, but then we we also have some things that are completely different. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's the way I approached it this time. And uh, two two of my three were were super easy to come up with. Okay. Um. So the first one was uh, that I want small ball to be emphasized. I want. I want somehow that to be even. You know, despite the apostasy, the sheer and utter just (laughs) ugh of the universal DH, which I know is a band aid, and that's fine. They can have it this year, but ugh, I just hate it. So what I need. What I need is for small ball to just be just develop into this supremacy mm-hmm. uh, of strategy throughout 2020. I need to know that that in order to win in a sprint scenario, which we're facing, the really the only way to do it is with small ball. Like we're going to throw we're everybody's going to drop bombs. I got it. We're going to go yard all the time. Nobody's going to want to talk about anything but that for a period of time. I know that's coming. I just want to emphasize. I want people to emphasize small ball. I want managers like Joe Madden to, you know, to to, to really lean into to small ball because mm-hmm. I think that sure. that will put them as an outlier. Everyone else is going to say the only way to win in a sprint is to drop bombs all day long and and hit homers, but it's not true. The only but, way to win in a sprint is small ball, and I need that to really come through. So I'm very excited about that. That's what I need. That's yeah. number one. Number two for me is that I want this taxi squad thing to to really take shape and provide enough opportunity for young guys. And even the fringe veterans who are maybe on their way out, they're on one-year deals like King Felix was, things like mm-hmm. that. If these guys show that there's enough opportunity Talent. There's enough value. There are enough warm bodies who can hang at either end of the bell curve to justify two more teams. I mm-hmm. want, I want this season for to to really show us that if you look at the true, the just the 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 numbers of people that played every day. Um, I, want, I need that number to grow because that it just has to based on with, that's why they built the taxi squad thing for injury prevention and, you know, all sorts of things. So I need I need the conversation to take on a finer point to expand to 32 teams, and I think the way to do it is to display the, the level of talent that is available. Now, I don't understand how you're going to do that, having cut the legs out of the minor league system like they have, and I'm mm-hmm. terribly sad about that. I understand that the detractors of this argument would say that that is the biggest problem, and they're right, but that's what I – that's number two. That was so
1: real quick those are on that. Can, I, can that I expand on that a little bit? Yeah. Yes, please. So, so, my dad lives in the Portland area, and you know we've talked a lot about how um, how I would like to see a team in Portland. Um, there's actually a group that's trying to get Portland get a Major League Baseball team to Portland. Um, yes. And I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody who does Trailblazers Talk Radio. My dad was listening to it one day, and he was saying that. This pandemic and the shortened season and, the, and Major League Baseball losing a, just a bunch of money this year is the best situation for expansion. Like, yeah. expansion is like the solution to the problem because the thing that he said is anytime leagues want want more money, whether it's baseball, basketball, or football, anytime they want more money, they let somebody bring in a new team because there is a massive fee that you have to pay the league. To bring your team in, so if they expand right. two teams, they're getting that fee times two, and they can distribute that across all the owners because that's who pockets yeah. that money. So that's a great that's a so great not only, point. I didn't think about that. So not only will we see, you know, hopefully see enough enough talent that's kind of been buried in the minor leagues that we that you can justify two more teams that it's not it's not going to be watering down the league because that's a, that's always a big worry with expansion, right? Right. Yes. Um, That that
0: there is enough talent. Even the principal concern.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That there is enough talent that you can justify expanding, but also the league needs money, especially right now. The owners, like that was the whole thing. That was a whole delay. They could have been playing probably the middle of June, beginning of July, had there not been the whole dispute with money. And so, I mean, money talks for sure. And Rob Manfred, we see is in the, is strictly there to make money. He doesn't care about baseball. Um, I think it was was it Brett Moore on the group who said, Rob Manfred doesn't love baseball, he doesn't like baseball, doesn't care about baseball, he loves money. And I am 100% agreeing on that because that's what we've seen. And if people come and say, hey, I'll give you this money to let me bring a team to my city, they'll do it. They'll do it in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, and this, this actually supports um, – The let me look up the name really quick. Frank Ward. Is it Frank Ward? No, he's a detractor. The guy who owns the Nashville Sounds is is wanting a major league baseball team in Nashville. Have we not been talking about this? Nashville is one of perfect places for Nashville. So he moved Mm -hmm. he moved his whole operation to Nashville and his principal concern right now, or one of them is to bring Major League Baseball expansion to Nashville. So, look, we've mm-hmm. got Portland. We've got Nashville. I've, I've always said those are the two leading contenders anyway, with the possible mm-hmm. tie for third being somewhere in the
1: Carolinas. I think well, that – Yeah, I, I was going to say Charlotte was the next place that we both agreed on. It would be a great place. Raleigh,
0: Charlotte, that, that area. Yeah, between Raleigh yeah. and Charlotte. Absolutely. So, yep. I think I think that – yeah, this is – this I hadn't considered the financial implications because, duh – I don't know why <laughs> that's on me but the point is yes this is the perfect opportunity and maybe during the collective bargaining agreement we'll have enough data from this mm-hmm. season silver lining style to justify uh a- a- expansion opportunities yeah and then yeah. and then reformatting the 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 league and and making sure that the divisions are split appropriately and logically yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we get all this, you know. Maybe we can go back to pennant races and true rivalries, and you know, stuff
1: like that everywhere else. Yeah, well, not I mean, just you between get, Boston because right New now York. you've got three divisions in each league. If you get thirty-two teams across two leagues, you can easily split four. those into four divisions. Yeah, go four yeah. divisions, and then and then six playoff teams in each league makes sense. Bada bing! That it actually See, makes sense. No problem. Yes, it's old school. It's perfect. Hey, you want to run for commissioner with me?
0: Yeah, let's do it together. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I still right, want sorry, Bob Costas it? as a special advisor Cuz I want yeah, him yeah. to actually be the shadow government of our of our <laughs> supremacy. I don't want to actually <laughs> I don't want to actually make any decisions. I'll just tell us, I'll just tell the world what Bob said and we'll just yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, the official position of Major League Baseball is that Bob Costas is actually in charge. And uh, we are really, <laughs> really looking forward to taking your questions today.
1: <laughs> All right. So you have you have your third thing now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my third it's thing. It's blank on our sheet. I'm excited. I'm really curious.
0: Well, see, and that's what I said. It was, it was the hardest one to come up with. So I thought yeah. to myself, do I go with Homerism?
1: Because
0: I'd love to see the ship back in New York. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's honestly, I mean, huge. That would be huge for me. Mm-hmm. But, but then you got to ask yourself: But what about Mike Trout, right? So mm-hmm. if we're gonna put a ship in somebody's harbor, is it gonna be in New York or is it gonna be in Anaheim? And then you think, well, if it's gonna if if it's that broad and if it's that open, then maybe it, maybe it goes back to San Diego. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. Is- I the, I want to, I want San Diego want to, to win the whole damn thing. Wow. Yeah, and or you know I don't know I don't know if they're ready this
1: year. I know, but, and I I would accept Toronto. I would. Yeah. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Toronto wins a World <laughs> Series in Buffalo. <laughs> would it be the best? <laughs> Oh my god!
0: It would be the best. So I've been thinking about this. They might just this. have to move. They might just have to move. Yeah. So so really, I w- I've been thinking about it. Who are the teams that that really have a chance to break out this year? And it's it's San Diego, Cincinnati, Southside Chicago, right? The White Sox and Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I'm like really excited to see what those teams do. Those are the teams mm-hmm. that I'm paying attention to. Kind of, you know, they're they're in this weird place. And this new format with the new situation and the sprint season, I'm thinking, like, honestly, those are the four teams that I'm paying the closest attention to. And I guess my third official hope for the season is that one of those four towns takes it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can respect that. I would love to
0: see it be Toronto and Buffalo.
1: You know, that's, that's one thing that I actually have loved about baseball, especially the last 20 years or so, you know, we talked back in October about how there has not been a repeat champion at all since. I mean, the Yankees won what two thousand two thousand one? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or was yeah. it ninety nine two thousand
0: one? It was. I think it was ninety nine two thousand. I don't okay. Know. Let me look. I am so tired. Oh, they that's <laughs> right. They,
1: they didn't win in 01. They won ninety nine two thousand. 01 was the D backs. There hasn't that's been right. a repeat champion oh, yeah. since since that second Yankees championship. That's been twenty years. Yeah, that's like, who oh, that's would have an thought an the shocking. Nats, especially, especially two months into the season last year, who would have thought the Nats were going to win the whole thing last year? Oh, no, it's, that, I was
0: telling somebody else about the same thing. I was like, they came out of nowhere. It was the
1: best. Yeah, Like, they climbed. Yeah, they were like they, 13 it, games under 500. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was amazing. That, that's one thing that I especially love about baseball is that it's so random. You don't know if you're going to win it every year because if yep. you did if if it was like the NFL or the NBA the Dodgers and Yankees would have won each of the last like three or four world series.
0: Yeah. I know. But that, watching Washington last year was like Sisyphus. <laughs> it was like pushing yeah. this boulder <laughs> up the hill. And you're like, wow, it's just, it's just amazing. You got to be impressed. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's super that, cool. It's exciting. It is super cool. So I have a question for you, Brad.
1: Okay. This is the last thing in this question.
0: Yeah. Before we go on break, where were you on May 29th, 2012?
1: Uh, I was living in Utah. That was a Tuesday. Um, I would have been. I gave him a little bit working. of prep time. <laughs> and th- Yeah. This is what I came up with. Probably working at Walmart with a college degree. <laughs> Right, like that's that's the best thing I can think of is at work on a Tuesday. Well, I was, and you
0: listeners out there, I want you to think about this as well. Where were you May twenty ninth, two thousand twelve? Um, I was in college for the uh, billionth year or whatever. Anyway, I was just <laughs> doing the college thing. I was still in the army, and I was just like, I didn't know what I wanted. It's fine. The point is. <laughs> May 29, 2012 is the, the last day that Daniel Bard won a Major League Baseball game on the mound. And his final game, up until now, was April 27, 2013. And today he recorded his, his most recent win.
1: That's insane. He went,
0: he went from May 29, 2012 to today to the 25th of July, 2020. And that's how long it took him to record two wins back to back. His his most recent wins. I don't know how you word that in English because English is weird, but you know what I'm saying? And, (laughs) and so he's local to Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. And he, he, he had this amazing meteoric rise and he played for Boston and then just got a, every every article you read will call it the yips but i heard a rumor that said Mm. he actually suffered from a certain disease and i don't know if that was like a social disease right one of those things where they're kind of like the yips where they're like yeah you got such and such a thing nervous yeah or if it was an actual disease but there's no information out there about him having suffered from any sort of physiological Mm. impediment but um but, yeah, he was uh, an advisor on the pitching staff in Arizona last season and was playing catch with some guys just warming up, and they're like, dude, you got some zip, man. What's going on? How? Why are you not on the mound somewhere? How come you don't have a contract? Mm-hmm. So the pandemic hits. He starts this idea, gets buried in him, and if the pandemic hits, he gets invited to spring training after working out a little bit after the pandemic he comes back greenville drive opens up the stadium for him he throws some bullpens hmm. he throws some live uh you know pitching attempts or whatever i don't know what he called it i'm not a pitcher i never was a
1: pitcher but just, he, just threw a, it's like a live bullpen basically he,
0: it's like a live bullpen yeah and against triple a and some major league guys and or triple a and major league caliber guys and he said that he's got some zip so anyway today Today, he recorded his first win since 2012. He threw 25 pitches. 20 of them were strikes, um, which combats his previous control issues. And Mm -hmm. he had a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. Nice. That's awesome. It is awesome. It's, like, so redemptive. And that's, again, this is what baseball does, people. Baseball is Mm -hmm. so wacky. It's if if you like, I don't know, it's got stories like this all over the place. And he what, a couple quotes he said is one day, I don't know, it just started feeling good. I was like, wow, I, maybe it's back. So he tested it. But now he's 34 and he has so much more experience and he has so much more wisdom and so more mature. And he can enter the game with a completely different experience. And now in a situation like seven years later, no fans in the stands the guy there's nothing to have yips about nothing like none of the physical the interferences or the sensory overload none of that is is happening right now and he said if anything this is a quote from him if anything i'm very accustomed to pitching with no fans (laughs) given all the (laughs) backfields i've had to throw on (laughs) yeah and i was like you get it man so daniel bard we're super happy for you Uh, and, and this is, this is amazing. He's pitching for Colorado right now. They beat, er, they beat, uh, the Rangers today. And I was, I just thought that was worth sharing.
1: Very cool. Definitely worth sharing. That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we get back, we're going to wrap it up with some of our meaningless predictions.
0: Oh yeah. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out. To the crowd, buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back with me root, root, root for the home team if they don't win. It's a shame for it's one, two. Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids' baseball shirts at 9 pluscom Welcome back, baseball family. This is our final segment of the podcast episode today. Let's talk about meaningless prediction
1: time yes and so these f- these predictions are our <laughs> division winners second place division winners whatever and wild card because <laughs> five minutes before first pitch and maybe even after first pitch i don't know on opening day um major league baseball and the players association agreed on expanded playoffs so maybe we'll talk more about that next week about how that came to be because it's a strange thing but it's strange um but let's go through and give our predictions for who we think is going to win this season, Brig. Let's start with we're so, AL East. So first let's tell everybody that every okay. the East, Central and West,
0: both American League, and National League, they're going to have two candidates advance into the playoffs automatically. Mm-hmm. They're going to be seated yeah. by their best the best record and uh, uh, you know, of the top 2 teams in each division. And then the American League and the National League each get two wild card slots as well. Total of eight teams advance from either league. 16 teams go head-to-head in this playoff expansion thing, and it's all wild. And so we're going to meaninglessly predict what we think will probably never happen. But let's just see what happens, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's fun to do. And, hey, it's, it's content.
1: We're here for the content. So Hey,
0: you're getting some more content. So I think let's start with the <laughs> – American League, and I think in the AL East, we're going to see the Yanks and the Blue Jays advance. Okay.
1: Um, I think – who do you think in the AL East? In the AL East, I have – okay, my top two teams in the AL East, I have the Yankees and the Red Sox advancing. Okay. Um, But I also have, as one of those wildcard teams, I have the Rays. I do going. too.
0: I have the Rays going Just, to wildcard slot one. Yep. Okay, yeah, the Central –
1: that pitching staff is filthy. Filthy, it's filthy, filthy.
0: Yeah, you're right. Okay, so the AL Central I have White Sox Twins.
1: Okay, AL Central I have Cleveland, Minnesota as the top 2. And okay, I have the we White agree Sox as my as the White oh. Sox as my other uh, wild team.
0: Okay, excellent. So in the Yeah, for sure. For AL West, I have Halos and the Astros. For the with AL my West. Mariners going to Wild card Slot Two.
1: Hey, I can appreciate that. I like that. Yeah, man. I hope it happens. I, I don't. I don't even have that happening. I mean, I already gave you my two Wild Card <laughs> teams. <laughs> not yes. not impressed with I saw through two days, but I needed a placeholder. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> so i have houston and oakland mm-hmm. going through in the al west i don't okay. think the halos are ready
0: well you, uh, you just keep so. your opinions to yourself till i call on you um <laughs> <laughs> just <kidding>. okay so <laughs> the, the national league let's switch over to the national league uh the okay. nl national league the NL East, I have Phillies, Nats. That's who NL I have East. moving on from
1: the East. I almost gave you my NL West. So let me get up to – okay, there we go. Okay. NL East, I have uh, the Braves. I have the Phillies. Yeah. And then based on how the Mets played for some stretch of last year, I don't know. Uh, I think they can put together 60 games and come in as, the, as one of the wild card teams. The Mets. Yeah, they. I mean, if if I'm remembering, or I believe they finished over 500 last year. Yeah, but okay, okay. I like that. I see. I have the
0: Braves in one of my wild card slots. So yeah, yeah. yeah I have them
1: winning the division.
0: Oh, see, I have the Phillies winning the division. Hmm.
1: I see. Hmm. Interesting, <laughs> sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so move to the central.
0: <laughs> I actually have Battle Royale between the Reds and the Cards in the
1: central. Oh, okay. It's going to be rough. Central, my central, I have the Brewers. Okay. I have the Cubs. Okay. Um, And I have the Cards as my other wild card team.
0: Ah, the Cards did advance in your bracket. Okay. They
1: did, yeah. All right. Showed so out. then
0: moving moving on to the west, I I have the Dodgers taking it over the Friars, so over the over the Padres, and I mm-hmm. I put the D-backs in one of my wild card slots.
1: Mm, see, and I'd like to see that uh them being my local team. Um, yeah. But I don't think I just having talked to enough people around here about the D-backs. Um the people I've talked to are kind of low on them. Uh, I mean, you mm. got Cattell Marte, who's who's pretty darn good. But at the same pretty time, good. who else? You know, Mad Mad Bomb. So, yeah, you, that's you got Mad Bomb. You got Cole Calhoun. No, no, maybe yeah, they cool. will be better. I don't know. See? Anyway, um, I've got okay. the Dodgers and, and the Friars. I got the Dodgers and the Padres in my NL West. Yep, agreed.
0: Yes, sir. So then, who takes the so ALCS? I, a heavy...
1: How's the ALCS okay, work out so for you? In my ALCS. Um, I have the Rays and the A's. The Rays oh, no, I, and the A's. The no way, seriously. Yeah. Yep, I do. Um, the A's or the Rays, man. That pitching staff is so good. Like I'm gonna co- keep coming back to it, and I mean they they about took out the Astros last year because of I their know. pitching. That's true. It would. In so fact, we... they probably should have. Yeah, some
0: weird defense, but yeah, I totally agree with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna take mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the Rays over the A's in the ALCS. Who you wow. got? I got the Yankees beating the Halos. The Yankees beating the Halos.
0: I really need Anaheim to kick it up, and I I need the Angels in the playoffs all a lot longer than people think. I, I just I just need that. I need them to lose. But I also think I need them going all
1: <laughs> <laughs> going all the way to the ALCS. There's a couple. There, so I agree with you. The league needs Mike Trout to make a deep playoff run. Yep, like that. That needs to happen. Like that was my yep. very first thought when I saw that they actually expanded and the fact that they had Mike Trout on there. And I posted it on the Facebook group. I said, yeah. "We have got <laughs> to get Mike Trout in the playoffs." Rob yeah. Manfred probably. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's part of this is that he wants to have more stars in the playoffs. For sure, and and more stars that don't have any cheating attached to them, right? But here's it would be nice. It would be nice to get Otani and Mike Trout in the playoffs. Could you imagine?
0: Yeah, I can. I've been imagining it for days. Here's here's the reason I think that the Angels are going to go farther than, further than we think is the, is Joe Madden. I I honestly believe that Mm -hmm. if anybody can can put together. A complete strategy that, that nobody else can defeat in a, in a new format with all the dynamics we have to face this season and everything that's
1: going on. Mm-hmm. I think that Joe Madden is the guy to do it. And that's the thing that's funny about him is he is one of the few managers in the league that actually basically has a positive war. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like most managers in the in the league, like, it's just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever. But he is one of the few guys where it's like, yeah, his decisions will win you a few games. It it will, especially in the playoffs. Yes. So
0: but I don't yeah, I, think I that their that, I don't think their talent base can beat the Yankees talent base. If the Yankees face the Angels no. in the ALCS, the Yankees win. That's what I have.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. If the and Yankees the thing, stay the healthy, I can, I can't have I cannot have the Angels in the World Series because I will not hear the end of it at my house. No, you won't. <laughs> because my wife is an Angels fan. And she doesn't talk about the Angels they are losing because she's just like, oh, whatever. But as soon as they start winning, she's a terrible winner. And it, it's going to come through. And it's going to be, I'm not going to be able to live with myself. Like, I might end up spending October in a hotel room. I don't know. It'll you fly be... out and stay with me, bro. I got you. <laughs> there we'll we do. go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Bring Wilson. It'll be South great. Carolina. That's what we'll do. No, yeah, um, do it. So, who you have good the N-
0: Who's the NLCS matchup that you have?
1: I have the Dodgers and Braves. Nice. Dodgers and Braves, and I've got the Dodgers winning that. Um, they're just they're stacked, man. They're so good. Okay, but they're you so know, you know, Atlanta has a
0: pitcher playing behind the plate right now, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that. <laughs> just saying. No. And... <laughs>
1: Okay, I understand that, but at the yeah. same time, like that's only temporary. Yeah, and I th- I think they'll be fine. They're good, you know. They're a good team, and they are. If they didn't have confidence in him catching, he wouldn't be there. You're right, and he's so far he's done okay. Yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, I so. just
0: that's why I, I'm like, it, wow, it is. This, you you have a lot of faith in <laughs> in in
1: the tribe tribe down here, man.
0: Oops. So,
1: for anybody who doesn't know the Braves, their two catchers both came down with COVID-19. And I saw that. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. Good thing you have to have X amount of catchers on your roster in your taxi squad. Oh, they don't? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. There's an oversight. (laughs) Who's ever caught before? Anybody.
0: (laughs) Who's ever caught (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, know, you know that's how Wilson Contreras got to be a catcher, right? Yeah, it is. Yep, that's a great, yeah, he, that's a he great was, point. He wasn't a catcher. That's a great so, point. And I'm sure he's caught multiple bullpens coming up, too, because there may have just been either you know either just doing a workout or not a bullpen yeah. catcher around. Shortages. I'm sure something. it's not completely foreign to him. Yeah, sure yeah, you're probably right. So, But there is something about catching in a game versus bullpen. Oh, so, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. That'll be interesting to watch though. Uh huh. Keep your eye on the Braves. So, okay. I all right, ha- Brig. Yeah. Tell me tell me about your World Series. Well, I didn't tell you about my NLCS yet, bro. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I got Jeez. Tell me about your NLCS. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I have the Dodgers Dodgers deepest beat, apologies
0: <laughs> I have the Dodgers beating the Phills. That's all. It's fine. Same as you. The Dodgers <laughs> the win. Dodgers beating the Phills. Yeah. Okay. So that sets me up yeah. for a Dodgers Yankees World Series.
1: Which is what we've been wanting. Right? I know. <laughs> we wanted to see it last year. Yeah. Um, so bad. And I'd like to see it this year. And you know what? So while, while we were putting this together, I was like, I had I had the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series. hmm But um, with the Yankees, they said Aroldis Chapman tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. And then they also said he's out for the foreseeable future. Yep. That's not what they typically say with guys who get it. Right? I know. That's not what they've been saying so far. So I don't know if either A, he has, it's hit him really hard. Like it hit Freddie Freeman hard, but he came back pretty quick. Yeah, that's true. You know, so so maybe it hit Aurelius Chapman really hard. Or B, the Yankees are just like, this is a perfect, perfect opportunity to not have this guy around because maybe we just don't like him that much.
0: Or maybe there's an underlying injury that they don't want to announce to the public because of trade value.
1: Yes, exactly. Right. And so, maybe they're know. just going to hold him out, and he's not going to be there for the playoffs this year. And so, yeah, I know. I know Jose Altuve hit that hit that home run to go to the World Series off him last year. But I think he knew it was coming. That's why he did. Um, I think if it had been in, any other team, Aralis Chapman would have closed that game out, and the Yankees would have gone to the World Series. Yep, I agree with you a hundred percent. That's that's what I believe, and I, I think that's going to be a big blow to the Yankees if they don't have him this year.
0: I think that they will figure That's it why out. I didn't choose them. I think they'll figure it out, yeah. and I think that I mean, if the Yankees play the Dodgers in the World Series, the Yankees win. Hmm. And I think, okay. I think, yeah. I think that a Yankees Dodgers World Series is good for baseball right now. It
1: is. It'd be very good for baseball, and we said, we were saying the same thing last year. Yeah, that you've got the two. Biggest, most recognizable brands in baseball, East Coast, West Coast—you've got the whole country yep. watching that game. Yes, or games watching those games. Yep, you do. So and I then I think it would be great.
0: Yeah, running into the with all the hype and all the sprinting and all the everything, I think that that would just be magical. What do you have?
1: I have the Rays and the Dodgers, which could quite possibly be one of the worst combination, or <laughs> the Rays could be the worst team to come out of the AL. Yeah for baseball. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I'm, I'm riding that train this year, man. I, wow. I don't want to, but I can't get past, I can't get past it. So how good that pitching is. And if they can, if the offense can come together and get on a little bit of a hot streak in October, end of September and October, I think that's it. Could be. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. So, okay. Riddle me this Batman. If the Rays, <laughs> Advanced. Let's just say they advance to the World Series. I don't even care if they win. What does that mean for their mm-hmm. possibilities of moving
1: from from St. Pete? So I don't. Are you talking like moving to Montreal or moving? Hey, like across the bay. I'm
0: saying, I'm saying Montreal. Period. But I'm leaving it open ended okay. to moving.
1: So here's the thing. I don't feel like you can. Win, you can leave. I don't think I don't feel like you can move a world series team. Yep. Um that makes it really hard, but it makes it easier to get funding for a new stadium. Yeah. But the fan so base really, is truly the problem. Move over to Tampa. Right. It is. And I think it's because they're in St. Pete. If they were to move over to Tampa, yeah. They'd probably get more support. They'd get more people to show up and if they had a better stadium. Yeah, that would help. Like Like, if they got approval for a new stadium in Tampa, I think people would come to games.
0: Interesting. You know, all the baseball fans in Tampa Bay, the whole Bay, they're all Yankees fans. It's true. (laughs) Especially in St. Pete. Especially in St. Pete. Especially in St. Pete.
1: I'm just, I'm only half teasing, but, you know. No, it's real, though. The only reason the Rays exist is because of George Steinbrenner. Because he wanted somewhere to go watch baseball when he's at his at his Florida home. Yeah, that's the reason they're there. I know. So and which which is why we keep talking so. about them moving. Anyway, I just
0: think that that them yeah. advancing to the World Series, let alone winning or losing, uh, uh-huh. just complicates that problem. And if they don't settle, we don't get to expansion teams. And now here we go. So who do we have to sell yeah. something? Who do we have to pay off or whatever? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just need this all to align.
1: We have to to make sure... I think we just have to make sure Angel Hernandez is calling their games. And he just gets it wrong the right direction. (laughs) Yes! I think that's what
0: needs to happen. Shots fired. For those of you listening who might be new, Angel Hernandez is the very best umpire ever in the history of all umpires. He said... Tongue firmly in cheek. Okay.
1: Firmly. Yes. Firmly.
0: <laughs> All of it. All right. <laughs> so between, you have the Dodgers winning over the Rays in yeah, that scenario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, check it out. Yeah, the, Base- uh, yeah. I think the Dodgers finally get it together and get it done.
0: <laughs> Listen, baseball family, we have rambled on far too long today. We're so grateful you stuck it out with us for this long don't forget to jump on the shop. It's at 9plusus.com. It makes all of this possible, and we love the support we've been getting. We've had tons of really wonderful compliments from you recently. Uh, we really appreciate that. I'm wearing my Korean baseball NC Dinos affiliated unofficially. Don't,
1: nice. you know,
0: whatever. Baseball together shirt that says baseball together in Korean
1: inspired. How about that NC NC Dino inspired. Inspired.
0: Very good. That is much safer.
1: This is what we came up with
0: for our. (laughs) It says baseball together in Korean, both in the script and in the romanized translatable for English text. So anyway, there's one for there's two actually for each team in the KBO on the shop plus a whole bunch of other stuff that I think you'll just love more's coming out all the time. In fact, I teased Brad with a little bit of a uh, you know, a tease t- today and I'm still not yeah. going to tell you what it yeah, is. It is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I told him I wanted him to tell me, but he still has I won't. I refuse. You t- he <laughs> he told me a story about how
0: he got his wife to celebrate Christmas on December 5th one time. And I said, "Bro, you <laughs> you told the wrong guy that." Cuz now I'm not going to tell you anything.
1: <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> As a grown adult, we I couldn't wait 20 days for Christmas. That's <laughs> yeah, a true story. I
0: learned so much more about you today, and I love it. <laughs> anyway, jump on the shop and uh, get yourself something nice. Okay, Brad.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Tell us how we're doing. Submit to our mailbag. You can find the link to the mailbag in the doobly-doo of every episode on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Send us an email of things you want us to talk about, uh, questions, comments, concerns. I always say snide remarks, but it's true. If you want to send anything to us, we'll accept it. And uh, I'd like to do a mailbag episode come up here pretty soon, so let's see if we can get a few more in there. Um and also find us on Facebook, 9 Plus Us VIPs. Lots of great conversation. We've talked about our like our little bracket tournament things going on right now. It's actually 9 plus Us Designs. Yeah. Um, so go hop on there. Send us a request. We'll add you. You can check all that stuff out. And like it's in a fun conversation. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at baseball together on Twitter at baseball the number two together. Baseball at baseball together. And uh, yeah, baseball family, it's been fun for uh rambling on for too long. And uh, we'll catch you next week.